Welcome to Close It Now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Close It Now. Sam Wakefield here. So this is kind of a different episode. Uh, I want to accomplish two things with this. One is if you listened to the How to Handle the First Person In episode a couple weeks ago, you've already heard a little bit of this. But what happened is I started training this uh, several times to my coaching clients. And it evolved. It evolved into absolutely being able to destroy the three bids objection. So this is a Facebook Live that I did in within the Facebook group. Um, if you want to get the very first to content, the very first people to see and hear what I'm recording then join the Facebook group because I do a ton of Facebook lives. I have, I'm going to be having and have had, but I'm going to have a lot more guest trainers and, and people teaching and training within the Facebook group. We're going to cover different content and that's a place you can interact. There's 1800 people in there that are hundred percent supportive. We are all about lifting each other up and getting to the next level. So that is a, uh, an amazing place to go and ask questions um, uh, add value, contribute, and it's a great community that I absolutely love, and I appreciate every single one of my Close It Now family um, every single day. I appreciate every one of you. So thank you for listening, and this is, actually, I downloaded the video, so you're going to hear, there's a couple, I cut out most of the references from the Facebook Live where I'm, you know, shouting out some of the members and uh, the cool thing when you when you join the Facebook group and I do a Facebook Live is you can literally ask questions in real time and we can have a discussion right there on the Facebook Live uh, because I do a lot of free trainings in there. So it's a great place to go, get some value, um, up-level your game. If you're not every single day working towards getting better, then you are moving backwards. There is no plateau. There is no stationary. So it's a great place to go. So this was a video I did in there. I edited it edited out most of the, you know, hey, so-and-so, hey, shout-outs, those kind of things. But there's still a couple left in there. Uh, but So this is a real feel of what we do all the time in the Facebook group. So go, go join the group. So this is the um, how to destroy three bids objection training. It uh, is something I'm, I'm actually really proud of. It's been cultivating in my brain for a long time, but it really came into, um, you know, being a real thing within this last week. So you heard it here first at Close It Now. I'm pretty sure you haven't heard a training on how to kill three bids like this. Uh, so, um, I, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Rock and roll. I can guarantee, I can guarantee not a single one of you 
have ever heard how to kill the three bids objection like this. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. I'm super stoked. This is literally something, you know, every time you train something, you get better and better. Nathan could attest to this. Every time you train something, you get better and better and better and better and better at it. Well, I've handled the three bids and I've trained the three bids objection so many times now that it doesn't, one, it shouldn't come up. But so what we're going to talk about is there's two different places the three bids objection comes up and they mean different things. So the three bids objection at the beginning of your appointment means something than three bids at the end. So we're going to break those apart and I'm going to show you how to navigate what I call the objection tree. And so depending on how they respond, there's honestly, and so this is so simple when you understand the psychology behind what's going on. This is why I call it sales uneasy. When you understand the psychology, it doesn't matter. I'm not here to teach you if they say these words, you say these words. I'm here to teach you the psychology behind what's going on. So no matter what they say, you can craft the perfect response not to, um, you know, head, we never, we really don't handle objections head on. But what we do is we handle them with psychology to help them see the right path. And that's what we're talking about today. So somebody drop your favorite emoji in the comments. If you are with me, if you are ready to get rocking and um, hear how this is a different way to handle the three bids objection. So there's two places that the three bids objection comes up. If you follow the system in the right order, the close it now system, you should be doing an introduction at the very beginning. Introduction, introduction, setting the agenda. And so what's up, Steve Clark? All right. Got the Italian hands. Stan, there we go. All right. I know you're with me now. Thank you, everybody, for participating, too. I appreciate it. Uh, but here's the thing. So you should be following a a great system. If you don't have a system, reach out to me. I have one. Uh, that's what I do. This is sales training, right? But so in the beginning, you should do an introduction and agenda. So how many, I mean, and raise your hands if you've ever heard uh, when you go into the house, that homeowner, sure enough, they say, and I just want to be transparent with you. Just want to let you know, I'm going to be getting three bids. Got to do my due diligence, right? I just gotta, you know, just just want to make sure we're clear. We're being transparent about everything. When that's at the beginning, what do we do, right? Normally, most people are trained to just kind of move right past it and think that, well, my I'm going to be so good that by the end they're not even going to think about it. Well, yes, that is true sometimes, but here's how to turn that corner when it comes up at the beginning, because the whole thing is we have to zoom out. What happened is they, that you made the cut. There's a thousand places they could call, right? Thousand companies they could call. And so you made, you made the cut. So we have to reframe the entire conversation. Basically what happened in their mind is it's, it's just a smoke screen. Three bids at the beginning is strictly a smoke screen. How many of you raise your hand have ever heard, or you know, you've done this yourself, when you go to buy a new car, you tell everybody in the family that's looking at the new car. Now, don't get too excited about it or they're going to raise the price on us. If we get too overzealous about it, well, then then they're not going to discount. We've, we've got to act like we don't want it or they're going to, they're, 
that way we can get some discounts to be able to to drive away with it or looking at a house same thing don't get too excited when you're dealing with the realtor is this making sense to anybody same thing here right so the homeowner is conditioned to have that kind of response so the three bids when it comes up at the beginning of the appointment is strictly that same type of smoke screen because i will 100 percent tell you in it you you've you've all lived it every single time you go to that house and the first thing that homeowner says is i'm not buying anything today i'm just going to fix it i'm just getting numbers what happens that's the homeowner that pays that buys the most expensive system with almost every possible accessory right that's their smoke screen to tell you and if that's not happening you're not listening properly and so that's their smoke screen because they know they're a sucker for a good sales process that's their smoke screen to kind of like help themselves but they end up you know buying the best thing anyway same thing here so when the the three bids comes up at the beginning here's how to handle it are you ready so the first thing you do is acknowledge it so yeah of course no i totally get it and uh but you know mr homeowner you, you mind do you mind if i ask you a question so the first step is the permission do you mind if i ask you a question they're gonna say sure of course say you know there's um you know there's a thousand companies you're gonna called to come out here why did you call us and then listen because it doesn't matter what we say, it matters what they say. So what we're doing here is we're gonna reframe the conversation and they're about to sell us, they're about to sell you on all of the positive reasons they called your company to start with. And this is beautiful because we're gonna follow it up with a really pivotal question I'll teach you here in a minute. So we're gonna, follow, we're gonna ask them, well, you know, you could have called a thousand places, why'd you call us? And they'll say, well, you know, maybe I got a referral from a neighbor or, you know, we went online, we looked at the next door app. We, you know, totally, uh, you know, started looking at reviews and you know what, we just picked the three companies with the best reviews. Perfect. What else? Don't let them stop at one. What else? Oh yeah. What else did you find? And then they're going to say, well, you know, you, you know, we saw on your website that you guys, you know, maybe serviced our brand. I'm just making stuff up, right? But this is what they say. Maybe you, you know, you service the brand of equipment that we have, or maybe they'll say, we saw that you had financing available. It's like, yeah, absolutely. We've got really, really great programs. Anytime you talk about financing, call it a program. It's always a program. We have fantastic programs. What else? You know, then they're going to, the third one, they're going to be reaching. They say, well, you know, the wife liked the pictures of the guys on the, uh, you know, on the, the website, you know, she was like, man, they look like they took a shower, <laughs> right? Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Don't go any further than that, but get two or three things out of them. Now, here's the pivotal question. Once they have given you all of the reasons that they called you to start with, that's where you say, perfect. So, uh, you know, Mr. Homeowner, it sounds like we really checked off all of those mental boxes of what a great company should look like so we made the cut right and they'll say yes and here's the question so do you think that you know quite possibly we might be the exact company that you're looking for and they'll say yes great 
and then you just go right into your intro like you normally would right back to your system don't change a thing now what did that do talk about reframe the psychology of the entire conversation we just got them to one repeat back every single positive thing they found out about us and why they called us in the first place of versus a thousand other places they just basically sold us on why they called us and then we asked a couple questions clarified so we uh, so it sounds like we checked off all of those mental boxes for in your mind what a great company should look and sound like right we made the cut and they'll say yes and the question one more time so you can write it down so do you think that you know quite possibly we might be the exact company you've been looking for and they'll say yes and that reframes the entire and this is at the very beginning the very first thing that happens is this conversation can you imagine what the rest of the appointment is going to be like after they've agreed to that this is why we call it sales on easy this is the psychology this is why the psychology of it is so important and so powerful it's why we put things in the exact order that we do for a very specific reason so that's it that's the very first thing that happens that's right in the intro when when three bids comes up at the beginning that's how we handle it thanks for the fire christian yeah this is and nathan this is this one is solid i literally this is like this week's fresh off the press uh, type of content so we are innovating right here now where do we get three bids the most at the end of the conversation at the end of the appointment what does that sound like? How do we handle it there? Is anybody ready to hear how we handle it at the end? And this one is, is just as cool because I guarantee you nobody's handling three bids like this. Not at the front, not at the end. So, all right. So here's the thing. Hey, thanks, Kenny Long. Good to see you, my friend. And uh, so three bids at the end. Here's how it goes. You've done a great job presenting the equipment. You present from the bottom up, then clarify without seeing prices, which, uh, you know, which, which of these systems do you think is gonna be the best fit for your family? They'll start to narrow it down, so great. So then we show them prices from the top down and we've got it basically, that's how we do that. Then you've got it narrowed down into the project, right? Basically got it right into, you know, the system and the accessory packages or the bundles or however you're doing it, uh, that's gonna be combined into the total project then what happens and so like great you know and then we go through and we just ask perfect so you're ready to get on the calendar and they say what do they say we know what they say you know what sounds great everything looks good just let you know we're going to get a couple more bids go ahead and email this to us we're going to make a decision this week we'll call you in a few days right how many of you have ever heard that one especially at the end here's the next step that's where everybody stops now what you do not want to do and this is this is the instant questions that would make you sound desperate it will make literally make them want to throw up because you sound so desperate and they're going to kick you right out of the house the questions you do not want to ask right there are oh well is there anything that i didn't answer for you today Oh, was there part of the project that, you know, that didn't make sense? Or, you know, what is it that, 
you know, wh what it, did we do a good job of explaining everything for you? Don't ask those questions right there. That's horrible. It makes you feel desperate and gross. Stop it. The way to handle this properly sounds like this. So when they give you the, yep, got it. Email that to us. We're going to make a decision this week. Can you send that over? And uh, we've got a couple more people we're seeing, especially if you're the first one in. This is really powerful when you're the first one in. And, you know, it's like, you know, absolutely. I totally understand. And uh, we'll use your Christian. We'll be like, hey, Christian, you know, do you mind if I ask you a couple questions? And because it's been a while since we did that at the beginning. You can at, you could re-ask permission to ask questions. And you should every time because that lowers that resistance. Great. No problem. So I understand that, uh, you know, you want to get a couple more bids, but let me ask you this, uh, because we know, and this is pop, quick pop out, the psychology behind this, three bids is not an objection. It is absolutely not an objection. There is nothing, there's zero reason for a three bid other than that's what grandpa said we should do. And so it's just the way we've always done it. So there is zero objection in a three bid objection right? It falls into something else. So the set, when they give that to us, here's what we do. You ask, can I, do you mind if I ask you a couple questions? Sure. Great. When you're looking at your other bids, when you're getting three bids, are you trying to decide if you're getting enough value for your dollar? Or are you just want to make sure there's no product or service that someone else is offering that we haven't talked about today. So we get a fork in the road. These are clarifying questions. This is not pushy. This is not pushy sales. This is clarifying questions. There's not a single objection that you that can come up that cannot be overcome by asking more questions. So when they give you the three bids, the question is this, and write it down. Are you trying to, and go low and slow like this, are you trying to decide that, you know, are you really getting enough value for your dollar? Or are you wanting to make sure that, or, or just make sure that you're getting enough value for the, your dollar? That's how I would phrase that. You want to make sure you're getting enough value for your dollar, or are you want to make sure that there's, not another product or service that is being offered by somebody else that we didn't talk about today. And that will force an answer. And depending on what they say, now we can handle either a price objection or we can handle the other one, which is the, the actual project itself. So let's go. Is this good? Is this, is this making sense to anybody? I guarantee you've never heard three bids like this, right? And there's a third one, which is if they just like, you know, I don't know. We just don't know what we don't know. And grandpa always said to get three bids. We just always get three bids. That's the third avenue, which we'll cover that one pretty easy. Um, so let's handle price first. So if they say, you know, I want to make sure I'm getting enough value for the dollar. Perfect. We'll tell you what. I have something you're really going to like. And that right there is the perfect moment. And it, to pull out your price match guarantee and this is the right timing to execute that you don't drop any you don't drop a single guarantee early on in the appointment you pull the, the your guarantees are tools in your toolbox for closing your closing tools
So right here is that perfect moment to whip out that price match guarantee. And you're gonna do two things with it. First of all, you're gonna reference back to in your intro when you talked about the crazy amount of Google reviews you have at the high star rating, and then ask them, do you think we would have that many Google reviews rated that high by neighbors in your community? In fact, we've done projects in this neighborhood just like you guys. Do you think we would be that highly rated if we were out here taking advantage of people with price? And be silent, wait for an answer. They will say, well, no, of course not. Great, I agree. And, uh, and you, were, you, know, you were comfortable with the company to do the work, right? Yeah, of course. And you're comfortable with me as your representative, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the project makes sense. You can see how it's gonna exactly, definitely take care of the problems you said you had, and those are gonna be no more like, it's gonna be awesome, right? Right, okay, great. Well, I have something you're really gonna like. And you pull out your price match guarantee and say, listen, keep shopping. You said you're getting two other bids? Go for it. Let's, looks like I've got a spot. You know, it doesn't really matter where your install spot was, but I just had this happen. It's like, listen, we have a spot tomorrow. Why don't we get you installed? This price match guarantee, so, and they normally sound the same, so I'm just going to use the one that we had in Kansas City. It's like, listen, if you find another company, keep shopping. Do this. Go through this process as many times as you want. If you find another company that's going to provide same quality of equipment, same quality of installation, they provide the same quality of service, have the same guarantees we do, and uh, same reputation, and the price is cheaper. Tell you what, we will match that price, so we'll refund you the difference, and I'll hand you 100 bucks on top of that. So with that assurance, we've got it in writing here. Why don't we go ahead and get, get you on the calendar? We'll go ahead and get you cool. Go ahead and get you warm, depending on what season you're in. Go ahead and get you cool. Check that off your mental to-do list. Go ahead and get those other quotes. No big deal. Show us that quote if it's the same and you know all the rest works out and it's a cheaper price, shoot. I'll write you that check and hand you a hundred bucks. Why don't we get on the calendar? Boom, right there we've handled the price part of it. This is good stuff. All right, so now let's handle if they say, you know what, we just don't know what we don't know. Maybe there's some other stuff out there that uh, you know we might like better when it comes to the solutions, right? When it comes to maybe there's a better filter or something. So, okay, listen, I get that. So, um, absolutely. But, you know, remember earlier we talked about, and we're going to, we're going to, this is called looping. This is called looping. We're going to go back to the same spot, start over. It's not crazy different for each one. It's almost the same answer. We're just going to modify it a little bit and watch this. Go back to the Google reviews again. Say, you know, same thing. Do you think we would have 600 Google reviews at a 4.9 star rating if we were out there, you know, just practicing on homeowners and not being able to solve their problems? You know, homeowners just like yours, we've done lots of work in your neighborhood and they'll say no. Great. Now listen, with our reputation, we don't have the luxury of practicing in homes on homeowners like a lot of these cheaper companies do or like a lot of these other companies do, just whatever you're referencing in that specific reasoning. We don't have the luxury of practicing. We're not gonna practice on your home. We're not the company, because you know, listen, there's a thousand different products out there. Absolutely. And we only talked about, what, three today? 
The reason is just like when you're selecting a company, we've tested them all. We are experts in this. We know what works and what doesn't. We're not going to practice on you as a homeowner and throw spaghetti against a wall and see what sticks and just hope for the best with fingers crossed. We've already done our testing. We know exactly what works. We don't practice in your home. We execute. So what that means is we know exactly what's going to solve the problem you said you had. That's why we're not recommending, you know, eight, 10, 8 or 10 things. We know the ones that work. And that's how we've gotten the reputation we have and the reviews we have. So even if there were other products out there, I mean, just let's go back real quick. I mean, you were comfortable with us as a company, right? And you're comfortable with me as your representative. But most importantly, I mean, the, quest, the problems that you said you had, you, can you see how what we talked about will definitely take care of those? And then moving forward, you're not going to experience that anymore. It's going to be the most pleasant experience. You describe whatever the future is going to look like in their home based on what you, the solutions for that problem is. Because the thing is, if you're getting the, I need three bids because they're thinking about another product or service, that means you didn't do a good enough job to express the certainty that your solution will definitely take care of their problem. And not only did you not express the certainty, it's not clear in their mind. Because here's the thing you, every single one of you have to understand. If they understood it, they would already have it. If they understood how adaptive cooling and modulating equipment work, they would already have it. They wouldn't choose anything else. If they understood how, um, you know, your air scrubbers and Remy halos and how the better filtration system works, if they understood what it did and how it worked, they would already have it. It's our job to show them through the benefit lens and make that connection for them. So if you've done a good enough job in your process to get the problems out of them and say, okay, this is the problem. How's that make you feel? And then when you offer the solution that this is the right solution, can you definitely see how this will solve that? And they say, yes, we're not going to get those objections. And if you do, we just circle back to, so if you can clearly see in, in this, and I'm certain because history, that this is going to solve that problem, even if there was another product out there, would it matter because this is solving your problem and, and really the whole point of us being here was to solve those problems you said you had, right? That way little Jenny's not gonna have a sinus infection every, every three months anymore. That way you're gonna be able to not wake up in the middle of the night and this feels like a jungle in here, right? Right, well, great. Well, with that assurance, why don't we just get it in the calendar? And all it takes is just re looping that and explaining it again and then asking for the sale again. Because a lot of times those first objections, especially when it's a smokescreen objection, like a three bids, they are just trained to say that and you you overcome, overcome it once and they're just testing you to see if you truly believe in what you're selling. So that's how to handle the, just wanna see if maybe there's another product or service out there. Then the third one is now, are you, wanting, are you just wanting to make sure that you're getting enough value for the dollar? Or are you just want to make sure there's not another product or service out there that, you know, that we haven't talked about today? And if it's neither one of those and they say, 
you know what? It's just what we do. We get three bids and they don't know why they're getting three bids. They don't really have an answer. This is the way you handle it. So this is the number three on the objection fork. So first of all, was that, uh, was that good? The, the other way to handle it? Is this making sense for y'all? The way we loop back through the same thing and just reframe it a little differently. We don't have to learn a thousand different ways to handle objections. We have to learn like a handful of them and then just learn how to apply them to the particular subject. So the third way to handle the objection is if they don't know, they're like, this is just what we always do. Then we go down the path of, and I learned this from Victor Rancour a while back. Then we go down the path of, listen, I get it, man. You know, my wife and I have done the same thing. You know, in fact, I've, I've done that. I've gotten three bids on a project and I picked one. You know what? And it turns out I made a bad decision and wish I'd picked somebody else. Have you ever done that? And they'll, of course, say yes. And that's when you're like, you know what? Absolutely. I've, I've, I've done the same thing, man. I get it. And, uh, you know, I wish I'd have picked somebody else. So really, I mean, three bids doesn't even really protect you from anything, does it? And they'll say, no, no, I guess not. And that's when we say, so at the end of the day, you're really just making a gut check, kind of a gut call, you know, a, a call on who you think is the best and then just go with that, right? And they'll say, yeah. So yeah, so it's just a gut decision. It's that intuition. So let me ask you this, Mr. Homeowner. Have you ever made a decision, you know, and gone against your gut? And they'll say, yeah, like, how'd that turn out? Probably, so depending, and so it's funny, I was training this with a younger guy earlier. He's like, no, I never really have. And so, okay, great. That's awesome. That means you're good at making the right decision. Have you ever, can you imagine what it would be like if you went against that decision? Can you imagine how bad it would turn out? So it's just a matter of listening and reframing. But most of the time when you're like, so have you ever made a decision and gone against what your gut says? They'll say, yeah, and you'll be like, how'd that turn out for you? Probably not so good, right? Yeah, no. So let me ask you this, Mr. Homeowner, what's your gut saying about us right now? About the company, about me, about the project? Well, you know, it's, it's pretty good. Well, great. So listen, I have something I think you're really going to like. Boom, right there is where you pull out your price match guarantee. Same thing again. Or one year, no questions asked, money back, satisfaction guarantee. We've all, all the great companies have something similar, right? So you pull that out, say, listen, we don't just, it's not just lip service. We put it in writing that no questions asked, money back guarantee, that you are going to get exactly what you know, we, we talked about solving those problems. You, I mean, the project makes sense we, that we're definitely solving the problems you said you had, right? Right. And you're comfortable with me and the company doing the work and being, being your representative, right? Right. Great. So with this, it, I mean, it's not just lip service. We put it in writing that, you know, we're not comfortable until you are or however, however your company says it. So, I mean, with this, this in writing, and I, you know, the best part is I can tell you that I've done this for a long time. This is not my first rodeo. I can tell you, you're not going to find a better company that has, does as good a work with as best price, as good a pricing as we have. You're just not. And if you do, this says we're going to match the price anyway. So really it's just a matter of picking the right one 
because it's kind of like you know ordering this is not buying a refrigerator from home depot and you bring home an lg or samsung or a, you know kenmore and you plug it in and it just works you're not choosing that what you're choosing basically is like a brand new ford f-250 truck except it gets delivered to your front yard in 300 boxes and then it's up to you to pick the right company that you trust to put it together to factory specifications and trust that it's going to run without any headaches for over a decade and service the warranties and all that so that's really what what we're choosing today so with all of this extra assurance and these written guarantees why don't we get on the calendar well, okay, sounds good. Sounds like a good plan. So that's handle. Uh, that's how to handle the number three when they just we just have to get three bids. Okay, perfect. You ever made that decision? And it was a bad one. So that didn't really protect you anyway, right? Boom. So those are the three ways to handle it. What's up, Kevin Polito? Y'all watch out, Kevin Polito. He's going to do five million this year, and uh, we just recorded a podcast that is fire. So. Make sure to watch out for the Kevin Polito podcast coming up. But so that is, we just destroyed the three bids, right? We handle it in the front of the appointment. We handle it at the back of the appointment. And it really splits into three ways. Two of them are really the two major ways. The third one is just if they don't know why they're saying it, they just say it. Um, so it's all, but can you see how this is all psychology? If you understand the psychology behind it, then it doesn't matter, man. It's uh, It's about exactly it's not the words they say it's your certainty it's your ability to clear fear uncertainty and doubt out of their mind if there was established trust they wouldn't even be getting bids if you'd done two three four five projects with them and everything turned out awesome and they were happy with your pricing they would just call you up and say hey what are we doing this time so we know it's not about anything other than they don't trust you yet but the more we loop through this conversation and help them see that if because you exist, there's no reason to go with anyone else because we're here. We're here right now. We exist. That means every other company in this town, in town, their, their doors should close because they don't have any work. They have zero business because we're here, right? If you have that mindset, bro, it's going to be sick. If you have that mindset and you can clear the fear, uncertainty, and doubt out of their mind, it's game over. The only way to do that, there's two, do you know, there's two things that breed confidence, experience and preparation. If you don't have the experience with this, prepare. You've got it. So when you're learning something new like this, practice the words hundreds of times a day. I'm not talking to do it 20 or 30. You're going to look in the mirror and you're going to practice in the mirror a hundred times and you're going to practice with the dog and you're going to practice with the partner and you're going to practice with the kids. You're going to practice driving down the road. It's going to be your favorite song. If you want to earn a million dollars, you can't put in a happy meal work ethic, right? You've got to put in the work ethic to be a top performer. And when you start doing that, your numbers are instantly going to start changing, right? So, so that's what I got for you today. Um, if this was valuable for you, drop some, uh, I want to hear your biggest takeaway in the comments, um, because this is brand new information. I have not, this is the, the podcast that dropped today. And this training is the first time I've trained this. So, um, it's a brand spanking new, no one else out there. Uh, you're what, 20, 12, 12 viewers. 
you've heard it first here. So love it, everyone. Um, and uh, yeah, you guys go out there and ladies, go change the world one heat stroke at a time, man. The world is yours to take. I don't want to hear a single complaint about not having enough leads or any of that if you're not putting in the work to go create it for yourself. Take ownership of your business. And I tell you what, end of this month, I'm recording something special, something that's not being done in the heating and air industry. I am going to do it and we're going to completely eliminate. We are eliminating the ability for anybody who's willing to put in the work to say, I don't have appointments. How nice would it be, raise your hand, if you could create appointments on demand no matter where you are. That would be amazing. So I'm working on that end of the month. I'm recording it. It's going to be ready really soon. And uh, otherwise, email me, sam at closeitnow.net. Let me know your biggest takeaway. Everybody have a great night. Peace out. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to Close It Now with Sam Wakefield. Subscribe to the podcast now so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with actionable tools and tips to make you the top HVAC professional in your market. If you have friends and colleagues who would like this show, share it with them and send them to our Facebook community for more in-depth discussion about the challenges we all face and how to overcome them on the Close It Now podcast.